0: I was, I was, uh, I was wondering, like, you know, if you knew the time difference because last night you were telling me that, um, you know, we'll do like one o'clock because if I do twelve, I'll barely be getting up. Yeah, and I'm, like, I did. Wait a minute, I said they're three hours ahead.
1: <laughs> if yeah. you're barely getting up
0: at freaking three o'clock in the afternoon, something's wrong. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you didn't, you didn't question it. You just figured, yeah, Kyle probably is. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You must have a late night. No, nope, uh, yeah. man. I'm, I'm just that stupid. I, uh, I should know. I mean, these are things I like. The the premiere of Ink Master would always, uh, not the premiere, but the show would have its result on the East Coast, and then people in California would bitch if they were on Twitter and be like, "Oh, I don't." It's a spoiler alert! You got to tell people. I, sh- I should yeah. know. It just, I'm just not <laughs> with it. But oh well. We, you know, we bounce around a little bit. You had prior engagements anyways at that time. It seemed. And, uh, this might work out perfectly. You got dinner arrangements, so we got to get it. Bam. We got to get it. One, one shot, one and done.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: let's do it. One and done, son. Uh, and, and I don't know what there is to talk about with you. Uh, I do actually I know a lot to talk about with my friends. Um, But but with the Ink Master, you got anything on your chest you want to or anything you want to set straight for people? You got any feelings or animosity left over from the show? No, you know
0: what, man, like um, what? uh, What I don't think people know is the fact that, um, you know, I. I didn't really want to be on the show. You know when they call when they called me, I actually told them that I didn't want to be on the show. I told them no. Um, they and, hated you for a minute. Am I wrong? I feel like I feel like I
1: recommended you. I I feel like Clint recommended you. Weren't there several Ink Masters even prior to me and after me recommending you be on the show and recommending you to the producers so they would contact you?
0: Yeah, it was. Uh, it was also. Um, James Vaughn, because I remember doing a a Biloxi, the Biloxi convention, and um and I was uh, beside James Vaughn. Um, Great place to be, especially in right? Biloxi. It was that <laughs> that was nooch's show down there? Probably is that right? Um, no, it was actually Matt's show. Okay. Um, and uh, so I was beside James Vaughn, and he was tattooing one of his clients, and. And they were talking about Ink Master, and um, at that point, um, season five was, I think, ending or maybe it was still on or whatnot. But <clears throat> I said, uh, "I go, hey James, I got a question, man." He said, "What's that?" And I said, "Why has there been five seasons and not one Mexican has been on that show?" And he was just like, "Oh shoot, you're right." He didn't you know, say because
1: because Ali's racist.
0: You didn't say that. Yeah. Yeah. I, said, I mean, later found that out, but, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. So then after that, like, it was like a week later when I got the call from Ink Master and, uh, they were saying that they had heard a lot about me and they wanted to know if I'd like to be on the show, that they would want me on the show. And I actually told them, no, man, I said, no, nah, I don't want to be on your show. It's just a bunch of drama and, and I'm not about the drama. And of course, right, you know, but
1: at the same time, you're already bitching on one aspect that the, the, that you're not having any ethnic representation inside of the this casting. Right. So that again, you broke up. I'm sorry. Oh, you're not having any ethnic uh, representation in, in the casting. So on one, one hand, you're kind of complaining about it. And it's almost your obligation now to take take them up on their offer.
0: Right. Yeah, well, <clears throat> I still didn't want to do it just because I wasn't about the drama, even though I had mentioned, like, why isn't there a Mexican on the show? Um, you know, yeah, starting I, I drama. maybe you're more about it was just drama. A, it was just a question. It was just a, you know, a question that I was asking James, you know, and and uh, but I didn't yeah. I had no idea that they were going to call me. You know what I mean? So <laughs> they ended up calling me. I told them no and um and they were like all right well we'll try you next season and this and that and I said that's cool and I got off the phone with them but then I called mama and I told her what happened and then she basically I'm said being you know you better get yeah your wife. mama being my wife yeah sandy and uh and she basically I told her what happened and she basically just told me you better get your ass back on that phone and call them back oh. so like a good. Is that said what my wife it too? Said. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly the way she
1: said it. <laughs> I bet she said it with a bit more attitude.
0: Yeah, if anybody knows Mama, you know she's, she's <laughs> always, you know, she's around the industry, you know, and she's a straight so, shooter. And she, she's if a she thinks you opportunity, the yeah, yeah, she so, wants good
1: things for the people inside of her circle at all times. Absolutely. you're right there right she knows this is a good thing for
0: you so she told you to do it absolutely so uh so i I said all right so I called them back and I said all right I'll do your show you know i I'm in hold on hold hey, on doggies no, all right yeah I, let me close my door dude because I don't want it to be another uh, ernie Bustamante show you know what I mean but <laughs> did, you, did you hear it did you <laughs> listen then yeah, I to the awesome. dogs barking in the background the whole time, too. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we got to talk about you, but did we talk about you much on that? Episode?
0: No, not at all. As a matter <sighs> of fact, I called. Are you kidding me? I called, no, I text him, and I'm just like, dude, you didn't even mention me once, and we're like brothers, dude. <laughs> I can hear Candy out
1: there laughing right now. No, that's, yeah. and I didn't mention you either. I can't no, believe no, that because no. you're also. I mean, we're we're all mutual friends in, in, in travel. Generally, when I see you, I'm also seeing Ernie. Right, right. So, so I guess you really chop liver to us. I guess is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's your yeah. biases, man. You're too intimidated. May, people may not know this. Big Cease, big kid, of course. But now <laughs> he is big bodybuilding Cease. Right. Yeah. I I,
0: I I love you. It, dabble. I love bodybuilding.
1: Yeah. You dabble. Okay yeah
0: that's actually how uh it's actually how i got my name man like because i used to be really skinny man i was i was like 150 pounds all the way up until i was like 28 29 years old and uh and then i went into... out right now, now i yeah. just i'm dieting right now so i went from 250 down to uh 230 right now oh we put we picked you at the best time
1: Yeah. 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 (laughs) I always like body modification is the industry that you and I are both in. Um, And some people see it as extreme because we make these choices that will last us forever. And we see people to make even crazier choices than us a lot of times. However, I find bodybuilding to be a far more extreme modification to one's body because it is so constant. I was working on some change or aspect, and the diet. Like, like I do a tattoo, I get a tattoo, that's there, done. what was it? two hours, six hours whatever yeah you you're dieting all day. you're going from two fifty, you're trying to get down to what two
0: two fifteen two oh five so I'm trying to get down right now to about two twenty to two fifteen
1: <clears throat> and and this isn't <laughs> this isn't like like uh you've got a bunch of fat month that you're trying to lose this is like not easy to lose you you're walking the tightrope in between losing muscle mass or losing fat right
0: yeah absolutely um and that's the that's the tough part man i mean you know it's like right now i'm just dieting so there's dieting and then there's prepping prepping is like prepping for a show so usually i do that like a, a few months before the show I plan on competing next year, so I'll start prepping like after my birthday in December. Yeah. Um, so right now it's just dieting. So I'm not as strict. Um, you know, it's maybe okay. like a like a 80-20 where I'm dieting 80% of the time and then 20% I'm enjoying myself, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 20% enjoyment. But that does that also mean then there is a time when it's like
1: 95% unenjoyment and or or dieting but i saw that as the opposite of enjoyment also (laughs) when you put it on that (laughs) spectrum right dieting is and then there's also enjoying yourself that that also means that dieting means it is not enjoying yourself. how much no Mm -hmm.
0: you gotta be you gotta be strict man you know what i mean it's it's not fun it it really isn't it it really isn't fun man but um but you look hot as hell man
1: I put pictures of you up I stand behind it when I, when I'm stripping for my wife I I got I just got the cut out in my head and the and then I come out from behind after the lights are turned on No uh, before anybody thinks you're too great for what you're doing cuz you're actually getting some accolades too you're doing really good aren't
0: you I'm doing I'm doing pretty good man it's it's a uh, it's been a blessing man it's a struggle but you know, you know, you know, one thing, Kyle, man, is that I got boys. I got three boys and I've always taught them since they were little that you set yourself a goal and you do whatever it takes to complete your goal, you know, <laughs> and honestly, man, my first competition that I did um, in bodybuilding, I basically set, set myself a goal and as hard as it was and as many times as I wanted to quit, um, I just kept on thinking about what I would teach my boys so that's what kept me going and not quitting you know what i mean because i had to prove like you know i gotta stand by my word what i told my boys this is what i gotta do you know if i quit then what i'm what am i telling my boys you know what i mean that you can quit before you reach your goal you know so so what
1: is your goal
0: so that was my goal to to come to compete and Mm -hmm. i made it i you know i ended up competing and i got right First place in my in my age category and stuff like that, but oh, um, in your
1: age category—that's the part I wanted to get to.
0: Yeah, you basically
1: just waited until the playing field was leveled out, and you're like, these guys ain't competing no more. They, those guys been running so much testosterone that they can't be keeping up with me no more. They're dilapidated old jalopies, broken down with broken knees in the gym, walking around <laughs> on stilts,
0: <laughs> and now I can come in just waiting. <laughs> yeah, you would think, man, but but now nah, everybody who's doing that competition, they're looking good, man. So, you're yeah. um, in California, that's that's different, too, ain't it? Like, like yeah. bodybuilding, say, and I don't want to cut
1: down places, but I'll just say my own hometown, hometown of Flint, Michigan. There's some bodybuilders there, right? But it's not the kind of community that you have in the sun worshiping state of California, Venice Beach, the people working out in predator gear and weird stuff, like. That doesn't happen in Flint. You just go to the gym and you hit your sets and you leave. <laughs> in, right. It's a culture out there, and so the competition level is also higher, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. <clears throat> so, I did come in uh, first place in my age category, but um, which is forty and forty and over. Um, I competed at forty-nine, so um, or forty-eight. I'm sorry, forty-eight. How high up does it? Forty and over? well, all the way to eighty? No, it's 40 to 50. Okay. I wanted to make yeah. sure you weren't
1: competing against a bunch of octogenarians.
0: Well, no wonder no. you won. Guy pulls himself also- out of his wheelchair and is like
1: trying to stand <laughs> pose. This is my double bicep.
0: <laughs> but then I also competed in open, which open is all ages. And I came in fifth place. So, wow. you know, competing against a 23-year-old and a you know 25-year-old, a 30-year-old. Wow. You Half know. your age yeah and i came in fifth place you know out of I no, think that's there really good. 50 guys so that takes all the steam out of my cutting yeah. you down yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> so i really want your hard work to not pay off so that i don't have to look at myself and think of what a failure my bicep is <laughs> that's not true you know that's not true brother I I, I actually, I'm really excited because obviously it's been a part of your life. I got to work out with you when we went out um, to Orange County there. We were we're working out at the UFC gym. You gave me a couple of the ground rules. Number one, it embarrassed you when I put nickels on that thing. You're like, he walked by (laughs) me. I put some five pounds on the weight. I hope everybody take five pounds and add it to the weight. And he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. He starts looking around like, are people watching? He walks by and kind of knocks it on the floor. Doesn't carry it to the rack. Just Drops it on the floor, like, get that thing out of here quick. Somebody might have seen that, Kyle. Man, can't be putting nickels on that. <laughs> um, another rule was uh, what was it? I had hit 13 reps, most things, yeah, yeah. And that's that comes from uh, a, a time in your life, uh, is, is, is that comes from what, Sereno, Noreno? Am I wrong about that?
0: No, it's it's just uh it's just a hood thing, you know, like a Mexican hood thing, you know, where um, you know, it's always thirteen, you know. Is so, it cause that's one
1: more? Most people were doing eight to twelve in rep range, right? And yeah, so are you yeah. just being like, no, we do one more.
0: Yeah, we do one more. We do thirteen. You know have you, have you ever watched Spinal Tap,
1: the movie This Is Spinal Tap about the heavy metal band? No, I never seen that. It matters nothing to you then, but for those at home, no. you'll know when he turns the volume up to 11, there's a, he's got an amp and he's like, goes to 11. He's like, look at this. It's LA one world. It goes to 11. The guy's like, yeah, yeah. It's awesome. Or, couldn't, could you just make 10 louder? <laughs> I was like, no, it was 11. He's like, yeah, yeah. I see that, but it could just make 10 anyways. Couldn't you just, you know, make 10 your, your, your,
0: 12th rep slower <laughs> that don't work. Huh? Yeah, no. And I don't, and honestly, man, I don't even, you know, when, when I uh, was training for the competition, I learned a whole different way of working out too, man. So, you You're know, not going for 13s anymore. anymore. I, no, now, now my, my rep range is anywhere from 15 to 20. So, Oh really? that high? You know, I, yeah, I, I learned that higher reps builds muscle, Um, you know, higher reps, less weight, builds muscle, more weight, less reps, build strength. I don't care about being strong. I care about looking good. You know what I mean? You're doing that. You certainly look like what? I don't know,
1: eight to 15 balloons tied together. (laughs) (laughs) Everywhere you look, there's a bulge
0: uh oh that sounded thanks, dirty <laughs> yeah thanks yeah i appreciate that,
1: but that i'm, I'm kind of glad to hear because i i laughed at your when you did tell me the rep range that we were going for i did that was a little chuckle to me it's like oh yeah, yeah one yeah, plus yeah. one <laughs> more okay right on because that is uh but but now you're going higher i always thought um some people was like i thought ronnie coleman um, and others like him always uh, said lower rep ranges builds more mass because it builds more strength.
0: Yeah. Now it builds mean, more strength, which, I mean, th- yeah, he, I mean, look at how many, uh, look at how much weight that guy was. And look at how, look at how damaged he is now too. You know treatment. what I mean? Yeah. You that know, was... so it's like, it puts a lot of strain on the, on the joints and the bones, and you watch that documentary no. yeah, or you just see him around yeah yeah, yeah man, it's, it it's so horrible, crazy man. to see
1: somebody that you would imagine could be so strong and and uh he's still doing squats and he's like get, he gets off his his like walker things, and he, he wraps his knees up and does squats, like, yeah, maybe it's time for an elliptical, no. That, yeah, right. <laughs> it, maybe maybe a gazelle. It worked wonders for Tony Little after he had the accident. But <laughs> yeah, uh but yeah. So it, do you find it safer a, than it higher crowd. reps? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, everything is safer, man. You know, you uh and you burn more calories too, and that's the, that's the key too, you know. Like you wanna everything that you do and working out, you wanna make sure that you know you're getting some um fat burning out of it and muscle building, you know? So, you know, when you do higher reps, you're building, you're burning more calories doing that, you know? Are you doing timed reps too, uh,
1: where you time the amount, uh, the time it takes to get your set over?
0: No, no. Everything, I do everything like really at a slow pace. I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to freaking, you know, be in a race and see how fast I can, you know, get four sets of 15 and, you know, it's, it's just even the music that I listen to when I work out, it's slow music. I listen to oldies or country or classic rock or something like that just because I need what it to you, be slow.
1: When, when do you listen to anything else?
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right, we came back.
1: from Man, I had a blast. It, it seems so long ago. It was. David was such a little guy. We had such a blast yeah. out there in California, and we got treated to a serenade, too, in your kitchen. Uh, you and your friends made a, a doo-wop group, impromptu, <laughs> and started singing My Girl <laughs> or something. Do you remember that?
0: Oh, yeah, that's right, dude. My Girl. <laughs> yeah. We used Anyways. to do that all the time. Yeah. Not no. anymore. No, nah, man, we... Everybody's so busy now, man, you know, and we all don't even get together as much as we used to back back then. Everything changed a bit.
1: Uh, How do you get more busy as you guys get closer to retirement?
0: Oh, I'm never going to retire. No, no. What about I I will tattoo until I can't tattoo anymore, man. What about when the machine can do your job? Yeah, we would have to figure something else out, man. Because you're gonna jump in, read that
1: machine. You're gonna stand yeah. there next to it and be like, I will tattoo the fuck out of this fucking tattoo. Sure, you know machine. Yeah. <laughs> when when machines can do tattoos, I'm gonna go into cover up. I say it all the time. I say it with every person that comes on, but because because they're people are gonna get what they want, and they don't know how to build a tattoo you know. Right. Right. Yeah. And they're going to be, they'll look at some awesome design. And they're like, I like it. Now, where are we going to put my uncle's name? Can we hide it in a leaf? Why do you need your uncle's name? Yeah, You knew your uncle's name. Tell them. <laughs> Tell them about it when they're looking. Oh, that's a beautiful image. I really liked it. Yeah? My uncle inspired it. His name is, bam, done. I feel that. I feel that tattoos should start the conversation for you. They don't need to be the conversation. Right, you know? right. Yeah. Like pe- people want everything said and and when they look at the image they they feel it they're like there it is. Now if we could just do that thing that they say to never do. We you know a picture's worth a thousand words. Could we just put a thousand words on that picture just cover up all that pretty stuff we got going on? <laughs> yeah, right? You do beautiful work, realistic work. What troubles do you find in dealing with clients uh, expectations and their, um, their ideas.
0: You know, actually, actually it's, it's, it's pretty awesome with the way, like um, the, the clients that I, that I have, like, I, I have to say like probably about 80% of my clients that walk into my shop with their idea, mm-hmm. walks out of my shop with my idea. <laughs> so, they, you know, and I'm and, um, thankful for that because, you know, a lot of times their idea is just not good, you know, and not, not cool. And I mean, there and that there's that 20 percent that's like, no, this is what I want and this is all I want, you know, and you end up taking a picture of it when you get done. I don't even take a picture of it, you know, <laughs> I don't take a picture of it. I don't post it, you know, but there's it usually been a doesn't times, look good either. Right. It looks it looks you can see all the all the compromises yeah and there's even a couple of times where i've told some clients like please don't tell anybody that i did that you know and then they just like <laughs> look at me and i'm like hey because i told you you know i i i was right. trying to tell you for the past 2 hours that it don't look good but you insist that you want it that's that's what you want you're paying for it so i did it you know what i mean but hope yeah. the concept is all wrong you know what i mean if you
1: ever have an artist to the to my audience to our audience if you we ever if you have ever had an artist say anything like that to you it doesn't mean necessarily that he's absolute right and that you're wrong in any fashion what it does mean is he doesn't see it if you still like that idea then take that idea to another artist when that artist says awesome i see it it's going to be beautiful you're probably in good hands if He's right. a good artist. If he's just a <laughs> right. shitty artist, he's like, Yeah, I see it. That guy down the road didn't like it. He's an idiot. I'll take your money. Then you're going to get fucked. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, and on that, it doesn't mean that you can't get tattooed by the person that even said, Hey, this is a bad idea. Get there, the tattoo that you guys come up with, and then move on. Get your other idea by the person who understands it, sees it. You can't, right, I mean, right. I, that I've well, ever been. Mm-hmm.
0: I've done that before, too, you know, with, uh, you know, where I've had a, a client come in and, you know, they're just not budging on, you know, on my idea for them. Uh, they, they, you know, really want what they came in with, which is probably somebody else's tattoo that they want tattooed on them. And then, you know, there's been times where I even give it to one of my other artists. I'm just like, hey, you know, so-and-so can do that for you, man. You know, like, and then. They end up going with my other artist, you know. But I'll just pass it on, dude. You know, I just. You ever have I, it
1: where you take where you take the and you say, "Listen, that, get that one later. by my other artist. From,
0: I'm going to do this one now on you." Yeah, you know. Well, how about this? How about we do this? You know. But <clears throat> I try to explain to my clients this that, look, it's your tattoo. You're paying for it. It's going on your body. But at the same time, it's my tattoo because it represents me. When people look at your tattoo, I. I want them to be, you know, amazed. Like, damn, who did your tattoo? Not, oh, shoot, who did your tattoo? You know what <laughs> I mean? Yeah, or not even ask. That. Yeah, you know. I said, so your tattoo represents me, man. Like, I, I want everybody to see your tattoo, and I want all your friends and family to try to, you know, to get a hold of me and get tattooed. Not run away from me.
1: That's uh, what's kept you in the business, probably, right? That's, that's what's made you so prolific and, and sought after.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. And I don't beat around the bush either, man. Like I'm, I'm pretty straightforward when it comes to my clients, dude. Like I'll tell them that that's a stupid idea. How how long
1: does it take you to tell them it's a stupid idea? Like, do you like, ever cut? Mm-hmm.
0: Sometimes cut they don't long take, long. it don't take it don't take long. Sometimes it don't take long at all, man. They're explaining the idea to me, and we're like two minutes into the conversation, and I'm already shaking my head no. And <laughs> right. then they just look at me, and they're just like, uh, "No," and I'm like. No, that ain't gonna yeah. look good, you know. You don't want a realistic religious picture with Chinese, you know, lettering. Let on the bottom, you know what I mean? Like, that don't yeah. go, that doesn't look good, yeah. You know, maybe Sanskrit or something, right? Greek, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, or some nice cursive or something, you know, yeah. But the, yeah. Th-
1: there is a uh, candy
0: notes on my
1: she she gives me critiques on my um, customer service <laughs> and
0: yeah. she notes
1: that oftentimes when they got a bad idea I'll like like she she analogy she made like this she says imagine that they have this pitcher right of yeah. kool-aid and they've been pouring kool-aid into it over the years you know and just thinking about how good it's gonna taste when they get it you know and then they come to the person that's gonna help them drink that kool-aid and they like start pouring it into the cup and that person's like whoa whoa Oh, oh no. <laughs> okay. And that's kind of what I do, I guess. <laughs> they start telling me I'm like, yeah, it's dumb, stupid. All right, check it out. And she's like, but the thing is, Kyle, they still got a full picture, you know? And she noted yeah. that we we had a silent artist. I don't know if you met him, a kid named Ray Ray. And he's just so quiet. And he, uh-huh. he did he had this way to manipulate his clients into getting a better tattoo without saying a word almost. They would begin pouring out their their picture. And mm-hmm. they would empty it. They would shake it dry, you know, like what the hell? And they would look at him and the whole time he's just letting it fall on the ground. He's like, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, 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 yeah. And then eventually they would have to break the silence almost and be like, uh, so well, what do you think? And be like, and then he would just show them something cool. And he would say, exactly. I, think this, I think this is cool. <laughs> and it Yeah, exactly. Yep. But, um, yeah, so I don't know. I, I inco- that I ask you because I struggle sometimes with like, I, it's so uh, to hear the tattoo idea is almost painful because you're thinking about having to do it and you already know what it's going to look like. And it's like, they can see the wince on your face and, and it's just <laughs> not, it's not helping. You know?
0: Yeah.
1: I, I, yeah. I, how far in advance are you
0: booked? Um, I'm only, uh, booked out like a couple of months. So, and, you know, and that's that, what convention.
1: Yeah. That, that, I mean, that, that, does that make it so you're more mobile, able to
0: agile. And, you know, um, I, even if I get too booked up, I'll start going in on my days off, man. And and just take care of clients, dude. I, I don't want clients waiting forever to get
1: tattooed. You know what I mean? do you stop your books at any time so that you can just focus on those people getting uh tattooed in those couple of months
0: yeah if i if i have to if i start booking um booking too many too far out then then like i said i'll, I'll start working working on my days off and then if it's still too you know too much then then i'll close books but but uh Sorry, I think you went out on me. I don't know if I heard all that. So
1: you probably probably just
0: made you repeat the same thing. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll close my books if uh, if I get too far, too too, uh, too far out, and um, and I'm already uh, I'm scheduling my days off too. You know, because I'll work on my days off if I if I have to, man, just so I can take care of clients, and they're not having to wait too long. Now I think I've made you say it three times.
1: All right.
0: I'm terrible at this job. I
1: shouldn't. Tony, <laughs> needs to stop me. All right. Let's talk about something uh, about Stinkmaster. Your opinion of going on there, though, afterwards, has it been helpful? Or is it um, some people actually tell me it was not
0: helpful before. Yeah. So, you know, back to that, like, you know, th- I didn't want to do it. I ended up doing it. Um, and um, it was a great experience, man. I- I'm glad that my wife is my wife and you know and she's my biggest fan and my Mm. biggest supporter you know and and for her to have me do it was like the best you know one of the best decisions i'm you know i made that she made for me (laughs) you know (laughs) you know but i remember you guys experience but you know
1: you guys came out to the finale at one point right the the one before Prior to you, b- before you're out, I believe you came out to one of the finales that uh, I was attending, or, or or maybe we all came to, because we were in Central Park together during that time.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was that was my finale, the uh, my season's finale. Okay, I made it out to. <laughs> oh, that was the last one I was able to attend. <laughs> yeah, that's when, that's when they announced the winner, and you got up and like, this is,
1: <laughs> oops, sorry.
0: Balcony, dude! You yelled out that
1: it was it was crap, dude. I shouldn't. Oh well. But it was it was bullshit. That? I do because do you remember why too? Because they 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 were like we're gonna open this up for Twitter voting now, and they didn't show the tattoo, but for like maybe a second, they're like, right. "Twitter, Twitter, go vote right now!" And you're like, "This is all bullshit, right? This is this is the <laughs> the, the most bullshit of the bullshit because obviously Twitter's not voting based on the tattoos being performed." They're based on the tattoos and the show that they have watched prior. And you guys also don't give a fuck about that. He's moving on.
0: <laughs> I mean, y'all know. I mean, especially us as artists, you know, you look at, you know, you looked at Cruzman's um, freaking back piece and then you looked at um, Chris Blinston's back piece and bro, I mean, Chris Blinston did every challenge on the, you know, on the show and won back piece. <laughs> You know, texture, color, line work. He did everything, you know. So yes.
1: that yeah. thing was beautiful. And, 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 and a hundred, someone said it was uh, in the comments at one point. Someone was like, he did a Google image and search, but he actually took that photograph himself, if I'm not mistaken, too. Yeah, exactly. That was all his, you know, but every inch uh, of that. And it was beautifully done. Here's the thing that I, didn't, you know, and I really, I do respect cruisemen, and I do respect traditional artwork for what it is. However, I believe that if you are a master, you're going to make changes to, uh, the way you tattoo to make it right. And if you looked at, you know how, when you make a circle right on the back, especially there's going to be one spot that your natural motion is weird because you have to, you have to pull back. You're coming out of the ditch of the spine. And over that round hump right there, right? Right. And if you, if you don't pay the right attention to it, it's not going to be equal as the right-hand side. And I say that because, I'm, if I remember correctly, on his left-hand side, um, the the circles were all off. And I felt like uh, if we're going to put it on, if, if we're going to judge a traditional tattoo, and we put such an emphasis on line work, then the fact that he did good line work that is credit to him. However, the fact that he did good line work but not consistent in in the overall look of the circle, well, that draws back from it. Am I my stupid? And then there was the portrait that he did that actually looked worse than mine.
0: Oh my gosh, man. Yeah. <laughs> dude, that was horrid, dude. I can't believe that he even got through with that portrait, but It is what it is, man. You know, you think they carried him a bit because of their love of that antiquated style. You know what? I mean, when you look at the shows and I mean, if you go back and look at all the seasons, you almost know who's already going to win. You know what I mean? And that, and that season was time for American traditional to win, you know? So, I mean, I love the fact that he was like showing his back piece. And then he said, no, and I didn't go through Google for any of this. Well, a traditional a rose yeah, is a traditional rose. Yeah, uh, it. I don't it, think you it have might to go as on well
1: Google. be Google. You just because you spent a long time building up your repertoire of um plagiarized <laughs> material is that the wrong way to say it? <laughs> <laughs> but just because your apprenticeship took you through somebody's like, hey, take all that flash off the wall. Do line drawings for me. Practice that shit all day. Until you eventually had a library in your head. I mean, it is impressive you've got that library in your head. But I don't find it any more impressive than your ability to completely step outside of the realm of tattooing and the realm of um, drawing and take up photography, lighting, and different elements, and then incorporate all of those things into One piece, as Blinston did. Right, exactly. But, yeah. man, so. I, I think uh, that wasn't even why I was bitching the on stage. I think I was bitching about, um, wasn't it Chris? Not, not me. What, what is his last name? Who is the, who is the uh, third person they had on stage there?
0: Oh, uh, Matt. Um, Matt, yes. Matt, Matt o- O'Ball
1: or something like that? Yep, yep, yep. They yeah. didn't allow, when they were making that judgment for Twitter, they're just like and you kind of knew that he was already getting the short end of the stick. By the way, the story was he, his, his storyline wasn't as dynamic or whatever. And his character right. wasn't as character. You know, Blinstons overalls <laughs> like, like a fucking farmer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they got stinky yeah. thumbs from putting them under <laughs> his armpits and saying, well, yeah, uh. lastly, <laughs> and then the, the other the uh and then you got the traditional character who, who was more of a character too so i i don't know i felt like he was about to get screwed anyways and then they didn't allow twitter to really see his his work right right it was beautiful yeah. too and i would have had a hard time judging him as a loser against kruzman as well because but maybe i just don't have as much of respect for that artwork but it. It, th- those circles were all off on that one side for me and to me that that glared at me from from judges that always put such a high quality on those things to overlook that because well for whatever reason I imagined that it, it was because right
0: but so yeah. much of my complaining any of your complaining with it you were actually there you would have picked Blinston as well Oh, yeah, by far, I would have picked Blinston. And I mean, like I said, he used every challenge that we did on the show. He used that in that one back piece, which shows that he's a master, you know? So, you know, I don't know. Well, we as um, realistic
1: artists, I say we, I I shouldn't anymore. I don't really do as much realism. You're a realistic artist. You know the challenges that that is to do. You understand that it is said against realistic artists often that they can't do a line to save their lives. And that is something that they've used to cut down or to limit the progress of realistic artists on the show prior. They'll say, "Eh, it just comes down to if you can't do fundamentals, you can't be an ink master." And, okay, I'm going to accept that. But now, if that is true, then also since – an ink master is supposed to be the encompass of all these things. Then it would easily also be true that if you cannot do a proper portrait, mm-hmm. you don't get to be an ink master. It just you just Absolutely. don't get to.
0: Which yeah? How do you call? understand. Ink, how do you call yourself an ink master when you can't even do a portrait? I oh,
1: don't no. you know. Now, now I'll have to have him on to defend himself. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I did talk with him that night. I mean, and, he and, was, and you know, and like he showed me his portrait, like you said too. I mean, there's. There's no, I mean, there. There's no hard feelings towards Cruzman. I like Cruzman. He's cool. I think he's a talented artist. You know what I mean? There's, you know. (laughs) I mean, I don't want anybody to get their like I can't stand Cruzman or you know. No, it's not that at all. It's just you know the game is the game. You know what I mean? And and you can't win the game if you're not freaking playing by the rules and not being able to do it. You know. So, Uh, and you would like the rules to
1: be applied across all equally right so like if if that's the rule of the fundamentals then that should also be the rules of realism
0: right yeah exactly you know and the rules of the of of ink master you know like i got voted off because i didn't fulfill the challenge but yet uh i can remember that cruzman refused to do the challenge you know and still got passed on to the next episode i wasn't I wasn't, what 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 happened there? That's the one where he had, we had to use the body. We had to, we had to do a tattoo. I did a Buddha. I did a Buddha and my Buddha's belly button was the canvas's belly button. Okay. So it had to incorporate the tattoo (laughs) and the body together. Right. So. Kruseman's, um canvas, she wanted a female face like on the back of her neck, and then the the her hair was the tattoos hair. You know what I mean. Yeah. And Kruzman thought that that was the stupidest thing ever, that he could, wasn't going to do it. It could look really weird.
1: Would would you think you would have been able to
0: do it or, or pull it off? I would have talked the client into doing it somewhere else or doing something okay. else. You know what I mean, like. Yep. <laughs> But, but nevertheless he didn't do the challenge you know he he, he, he doing the, the challenge out, or do you do something <laughs> else on it? no he ended up just doing the full the full hair and everything on the ta- of the tattoo and you know when it came to um the critique he said that no nah, i'm not going to do that i'm not going to put a tattoo like that on a client you know so i'm not doing the challenge he even said if you guys want to send me home send me home but i'm not doing that challenge it's clearly stated he didn't want to do the challenge and he didn't do the challenge so they passed him on but then um, how many times had- has somebody
1: had that happen where they say send me home and they're like no don't tell us what to do tattoo baby david <laughs> kruzman <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah
0: exactly you know we're not done with you that's weird. Yeah, that's weird. Oh, well, but we're yeah, not bitter. It is. What it is <laughs> no, not at all, man. Honestly, you know, and then what has the show done for me? The only thing that it's done for me, man, is it's got me to travel all over the place because, you know, I started getting conventions hitting me up and wanting me to do their show. I think because there's 15 episodes and I got voted off on the eighth episode. So I was blessed enough to be there long enough for people to, you know, to know who I am and, you know, recognize my work and stuff like that. And, and they all were inviting me to all these conventions, you know, with, you know, all expenses paid. So that was fantastic. You know, I went all over South, South America, you know, and stuff. So that was a blessing, man. But other than that, man, I didn't have, you know, a line of people around my shop waiting to get tattooed by me.
1: But well, you, do you, California might be different, but I kind of felt like uh, inside of Flint, everybody was just like, oh, Kyle, yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it, you know <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't be so impressed yeah. if you had met him yeah. before, you know, that kind of. And then outside of Flint, people are like, oh my God, Kyle Dunbar. Oh my god, I yeah, I would get a tattoo by you <laughs> right now. I've got the money right now. Let's sit down, let's do it. do you but it yeah. seems like California would be different. It, here's what I know about. You were already well sought after as a technical portrait and realistic black and gray artists prior to that. You were already being um asked to go to shows, just probably not as many, I'm guessing. Right, right, yeah. Exactly. And may, maybe the comps got a little bit bigger after and faster. Exactly. Absolutely.
0: You, uh, how much do you get recognized? Yeah, yeah. And the places were bigger. Yeah. And then being recognized too, you know, like being at the airport and people coming up to me and, you know, Hey, you're big C's, you know, and we voted for you. You got burned and this and that. I'm like, yeah, I know. Taking pictures, Anybody ever tell you so- you were an asshole or anything? No, not at all, man. As a matter of fact, they, you know, I got a lot of compliments as far as like, you know, I really look up to the fact that you kept your integrity, you know, and you didn't play the drama game. And I'm just like, cool. That's what I was shooting for, man. Mm-hmm. So
1: hey, do you feel since you're concerned at one point about uh, ethnic representation of some sorts for, for your own ethnicity inside of there, which and this, I shouldn't make it sound like it's so like, yeah, I got to have my people represent. But moreover, that there's a huge contribution to tattoo industry from Mexican and Latino culture. So did you, feel, did you feel like you were able to represent that the way you wanted to then without the drama?
0: You know, that's actually what I was shooting for. And I hope that that's the impression I gave um, you know, with without being, because I'm sure they wanted the crazy Mexican that's gonna get crazy and get all hood on people. You know what I mean? I don't know. I mean, I'm just yeah. assuming that that's probably what they wanted. You know, because they're into the drama stuff. It could and, have been good. Yeah, and I just and I just wasn't playing into it. I think the, I think the only part that I did was when we were talking crap to. Um, what's his name? The other David, David, uh, the one with the handlebars. Um, oh,
1: David Clark,
0: yeah, David Clark. You know, when we were talking to him about, um, about him like defending one of the other artists and hey, guys, take it easy on him. I think he was like defending one of the artists, telling the judges to take it easy on him, it's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> but he's, but he was in the military, like, and so we were telling him, like, dude, is that what you tell the military? Like, hey, man, take it easy on me, you know? Right, so right. We These are basically- all
1: new recruits; they're not expecting a harsh day like this. We should go easy on them. Yeah, come on, guys. You know what I mean? <laughs> Be nice. <laughs> you know, so that was the only drama that they were able to serve I, I do want you know, locote, right? Locote. Yeah, 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 Yep. I do wonder. What like if he had gotten on there? If they would have been like, oh, we're gonna push, you know, because he 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 can be that man. I love him when he is, but uh, he can be more of that, right? He 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 would maybe give
0: them that character. Yeah, yeah, probably, man. I mean, I just didn't want America to see who Big C's was for the first time, and then think that I'm an a-ho, You know what I mean?
1: No, yeah, we got to get to know you before you reveal the truth about yourself.
0: Yeah, like if I was to go back on the <laughs> show now, uh-huh. now I'll I'll play the game because now everybody knows who I am. You know, everybody's seen season six, so... You think you that. would
1: have a... You would, you would play along with the drama a bit more?
0: Yeah, now I'll play along with the drama because I've already made... I've already told people this is the way I am. So if they see me again on the show, now they're saying, oh, Caesar's playing the game now because that's not the way he is. Right, you know, but maybe,
1: may, I mean, the the game is drama of some sorts, uh, and maybe that's the way to like you play to win, right? Yeah. So it it isn't like it would be dishonorable at this point. You've already right. been on, yeah. Or, or at least I'm I'm making excuses because I have a hope that maybe you do go on, and I can I can watch the drama unfold then because I'm addicted to drama.
0: Yeah, I hope that I can go back on too, man. So I can show give them what they really wanted to see the first time. Yeah, you mean that? (laughs) (laughs) I went. I actually went on Redemption, man, and freaking Mm -hmm. uh, who was it? Miami's the one that challenged me on Redemption, Uh and it it was funny because you know I ended up winning that um, Redemption piece, and then. I tattooed the piece and everything, the guy loved it, whatever. And when they did the interview with me, um, they were like, you know, how do you feel about Miami, you know, calling you out and this and that? And I was like, he made the biggest mistake of his life. You know? Yeah. And I was like full on like giving them the drama, you know, like, hey, Miami made the biggest mistake of his life. He shouldn't hit me up. you know, he shouldn't challenge me on, yeah. you know, black and gray when, you know, I can smoke him all day long. And then they exactly. didn't even use it. I was going to say, wow. Well, oh. well, maybe you know they didn't that, want you to. Maybe they're
1: like, this is too much of a change from the character that we've been selling America. Exactly.
0: <laughs> Shoot, America couldn't know, know ever exactly had, the way we are.
1: <laughs> there could be things. I, I have a huge problem with that now. I've got all my personal thoughts somewhere I'm on a server, um, and too many people know. <laughs> you can't, you know, and I'm that guy too. I like to be anonymous in the conversation as far as my real thoughts sometimes, cause it just makes the safer space for people to go full on crazy, you know, And I like right. crazy. but now they're like, Oh no, Kyle ain't done with that. He was trying to be level-headed. No, he, he might make you think he's listening and he's green, but he's thinking the whole time you're an idiot. He's done that. Yeah. What uh? I know we gotta let you go soon too. Am I wrong? Your your dinner range, uh appointments coming up, right? Oh, we still got time, man. Okay, I, I know I got to worry about it because with the diet. Yeah, wanna, no, it's all good. I, I don't want got your family to, to suffer. <laughs> yeah, and you said you're not down. You're not down to the real cutting part, right?
0: No, Where? that's not until after my birthday, man. I'm throwing a big uh, birthday party because it's my 50th birthday this year. Congrats. So, uh, thanks, man. So, I'm gonna, I'm gonna full on freaking splurge and have a great time and then have you know, 16,
1: that, like a sweet 16 on MTV or something. Yeah, <laughs> balls out. Have you
0: seen Peaky Blinders?
1: No, I haven't. I've, I haven't. I've seen bits and pieces.
0: Oh my gosh, dude. It's, it's a great series, man. You should check it out. But, um, mama likes to throw theme parties. So, um, my last year's birthday was uh, Yellowstone theme, and then this year is going to be Peaky Blinders theme. I don't. I have a hard
1: time seeing. It. Do they have pompadours and Peaky Blinders at all? I don't think they do. They all no, got like it's, bangs it's, and sweaty hair. No,
0: it's, yeah, it's 1920s freaking gangsters. So is that gonna
1: work with you? Oh yeah, that's gonna be the yeah. first time I would have ever. I, I would definitely want to see pictures.
0: Oh, do you, have you seen pictures of our Yellowstone party?
1: No, I haven't. What what do you even it. do for Yellowstone? I mean, do you just spit water at people or is that that yeah, do you just spit water at people all day or something? So, Yellow, a
0: so, so Yellowstone is is another um TV show series. Oh, yes.
1: Of, with yeah, Kurt, uh, with uh, Kevin Costner.
0: Yeah, yeah, which is if you haven't seen that, that's a must watch too, man. It's freaking phenomenal, dude, but um, they're like they're like it's cowboy. Hard mm-hmm. They're like cowboy mafia. You know what okay. I mean? It's it's pretty dope, man. But anyway, so we were all characters of that show. You know, so there's a character called Rip. His name is Rip on the show, and that's mm-hmm. the character that I was. I'll send you pictures, dude. You'll you'll enjoy them. Very odd. Uh, any of them is Rip built like you too or not? No. Well, there's you know he has a jacket on and. Cowboy hat and all of that stuff, dude. And I got the beard, you know. I figured with so. the
1: name Rip, maybe he was like just
0: shredded. Yeah, just shredded. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm nah, ripped, man. motherfuckers. He just rips people apart, you know what I mean?
1: Okay, yeah. I can I can imagine I don't I don't know what it is with my viewing habits, but I I don't view so much fantasy or um type stuff anymore. It's uh it's all uh, really boring and drama stuff. Like, I like that show Married at First Sight.
0: Yeah, yeah. Have you seen that, then? Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. I'm not the only person. Do you like no. it? I <laughs> think it's pretty interesting, dude.
1: <laughs> I love it. <laughs> the hubris of some people. I just want to see them all fail. My viewing, like, and there's so much of that. Like, my viewing habits are that I feel like I tune in to watch people with hubris and pride and arrogance fail, and that's the thing I enjoy the most. It's really sad. It's a sad. It really points to a failure of a human being. You know, oh, you really got to feel better than people, Kyle. This is the way you do it. Well, you sit at home
0: (laughs) on a couch eating bonbons, watching other people's misery. Not dealing with your own. Yeah, it's my daughter, man. My daughter, you know, um, hers and my relationship is a lot closer than hers and her mom's. So, you know, like I'm the one that's going or I I used to be the one going to get mani-pedis with her. And, you know, her and I would sit and uh, and watch, you know, shows like that and um, The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, you know. yes (laughs) it's just just a thing that i just did with my daughter you know what i mean yeah it's awesome it it actually
1: it's 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 cute disgustingly cute. everything about you's kind of not everything but when i think about disgustingly cute give me the disgustingly cute story of you and sandy meeting oh and how we met well yeah it's how you're met but also your courtship i guess because and you're a suave mofo. Like you put together one of the best ever heartfelt. Um... When I proposed to my wife, we just got done boning. I rolled over. And I'm like, let's get married. <laughs> I don't even know if I meant it. It's just, you know, I was high at that time. <laughs> but
0: you like you made plans in a shadow box. Explain. Yeah. So, I mean, we just, uh, I did her first tattoo. We were both going through a divorce and I did her first tattoo. And, um, and while I was, I had already given her a price for her tattoo. So when I was tattooing her, she said, uh, you know, I know that it's taking, you know, it's taking you longer than you had anticipated. Um, is it going to be more than what you quoted me? And I said, yeah, it's going to be a hundred dollars more. So she said, okay, no worries. You know, I'll send it out to you or I'll give it to you. Uh, one of her workers was, was my client. So she's like, I'll give it to her to give to you or whatnot. We'll figure it out. Anyway, she ended up. Uh, um, I told her, you know, well, when will you have it? And I'll just come and get it from you. And she told me a day. So on my way over there, I called her up to let her know that I was on my way to get it. And I said, do you want to just, do you want to just have lunch? And she said, sure. So we had about a two hour lunch, man. And in that time we basically, you know, put in out on, off. Yeah, we put on the table like everything that we were going through. You know, I was everything that I was going through in my life and everything that she was going through. So by the the time the lunch ended, you know, we knew everything about each other. And um then she pulls out her purse and she pulls out a hundred dollar bill and she says, you know, oh yeah, I owe you a hundred dollar bill. And I told her, I don't want your money. I just used that just to see you again. And <laughs> she was just like, no, I owe you a hundred bucks. So I'll tell you what I'm going to do. So then she grabbed a dollar out of her purse and she said, I'm going to give you this doll. I'm going to give you a dollar for every time we meet until my hundred dollars is paid up. And I was See, like, I'm oh, getting shit. fucking goosebumps now. <laughs> so, it. Uh, yeah, so so after that, I was just like, oh, shoot, she got me, you know, but then I was like, uh-huh. hey, I got something better. I said, why don't we do this? before you give me the dollar on one side of the dollar, I'll write where we met and how I felt that day. And then on the other side, you'll write the same thing and then I'll take the dollar. So Aww. she was like, okay, you know, so that's what we did. hundred times. You guys met up then in a year or less than a year. Um, yeah, I think it was like four, four months. That's See, a lot yeah, of like, seeing each other too. Yeah. I mean, we saw each other like, like every, every day. day. Okay. Yeah. And uh, and it and was still cool. kept I mean,
1: up this silly charade of giving dollars. You're like, you know, at one point you're seventy five dollars. You know what, honey?
0: We're having a lot of fun with this, but whatever. It's <laughs> no, keep it up yeah, right to did, the hundred bucks. We took it all the way up. It was it was, uh, it was oh yeah, you the, set the goals $100. and you achieved them. So yes, exactly. <laughs> so on the hundredth date, I told her, I called her up and I said, "Hey, pack a overnight bag." and a nice dress and um and i took her out to hollywood and we stood at. i got a suite out in hollywood and then i took her to dinner and at a really fancy nice restaurant and we had dinner and everything and then after the dinner then she pulled out her last dollar and we both wrote on it and then after we wrote on it then i pulled out of my pocket all 99 dollars And we sat there and just reminisced on all of our dates, all of our 100 dates. So now the $100 sits in a shadow box above our bed. And it's been almost 13 years that we've been together now.
1: Do you guys have them displayed with your favorite ones being able to be seen from the
0: shadow box? No, they're just all folded in the shadow box. Yeah, with pictures of us and stuff like that from when we first uh, got together. Cute. You got a scrapbooking someday. Yeah, yeah. And then, it just, is- and then on um, May May twelfth, we just celebrated our ten year anniversary of being married, and uh, we made the whole theme of a, of our party a hundred dollar bill. So everybody dressed as hundred dollar bills. No, everybody was dressed nice, but we just had hundred dollar bills like all over the the tables. I bought like the fake hundred dollar bills from Amazon. threw them all over the table, all over the floor, you know, like, did you get one of them um, money shooting machines? Yeah. Yeah. We got one of those and we had like, good on you. um, Yeah. Well, photo booths, we had a photo booth and stuff like that. So everything was like hundred dollar bills. And then when I, when we gave our speeches and stuff like that, then I told everybody the story of our hundred dollar story. And then you
1: tell the story or the two of you tell the story.
0: I tell, I told the story. I always tell the story better. She always cuts it too short or, you, you know, think, you I
1: listened to the two of you tell the story once and maybe you headed it all up, but uh, <laughs> honestly, I mean, you just told a real good story, but for my listeners I'm just know my experience hearing this story for the first time was a little better because she would correct him sometimes. Just a little. Because <laughs> Mama's not wrong, is she?
0: First, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she, she knows when you're getting it wrong. She's not wrong, yeah. right? She's
1: never wrong. And so she'd yeah, be like, like this. And yeah, the two of you guys are really cute. Let's talk about the character that you could have been on Ink Master. Um, because if you can, actually, if you can talk about this, you've had a past that wasn't always the happiest. Do you mind talking about any of that? How it led you to where you're at?
0: Oh, um, not at all, man. Like It was interesting, too, man, because, you know, um, all of us that have to be on Ink Master, we have to go through a psych evaluation. Make yeah, sure. sure we're not crazy
1: it you was know. your first one or not
0: so that yeah that was my first one okay good um, some people are just like oh this thing again <laughs> <laughs> yeah so when i went when i went to the um psych evaluation you know the the psychic or whatever not the psychic <laughs> the, no let's go there. The, 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 yeah. the shrinker yeah <laughs> the shrink <laughs> um he started asking me about my past and I don't really like to talk about my. I mean, I'm comfortable with talking about it now because I don't care. But and I've grew out of it. But my past part of
1: your testimony, right? Because you're also a pretty religious person.
0: I'm not religious. I'm just Christian. So okay, yeah. Um. Uh, but my past is a tough past because I was raised by a stepfather who basically abused us and tortured us all the time, and it led me to. Run away from home when I was thirteen years old. Um, I started getting into drugs when I was fifteen. Um, and when I say drugs, I'm not talking about like smoking weed when I was fifteen. I'm mm-hmm. talking about like smoking PCP and Angel Dust when I was fifteen. You That's know, a, and uh, yeah. getting into PCP is crazy.
1: Angel Dust is kind of the same thing as PCP.
0: Remember? Yeah, yeah. Like you, you're out of control with that stuff. Though. Oh, it's just it's you're like in another planet, man. It's just, it's a horrible drug, man. But I mean, Did I, you, I was, is that what you liked about it was that it was kind of like, I, I'm not in control. No, honestly, man, I didn't, I would always do it with friends. I was the kind of, I was the type that, um, I would do all the drugs with friends, but when I didn't do it and I saw the way people acted on it, then that's when I would stop doing it because I was like, shit, I act like that and then I won't do it anymore. You know what I mean? So um, but yeah, so I got into gangs. I, I got into a gang. I got, you know, into drugs. Um, I OD'd on coke when I was 17. Um, and uh, that was the oh, last nine. time. Yeah, it was it was too crazy. But
1: how do um, you not do cocaine now? What's your, sometimes I find it's good to have, like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't do cocaine anymore. And I find that I have to have a couple like people offer They're like, Hey, you know, you're cool. Or they'll ask, are you cool? And they'll shake their nose or something like you cool. And then you're like, what is it? you got a booger or something? Oh no. But cocaine, uh, I forget what that means. I'm cool, but I don't want Coke. How about that? Uh, (laughs) So I've I've had to find things, but cocaine is one of the easy drugs to quit almost if you have, if you just say, if you can program yourself to say no once, right? Because if you say no once, they're always like, oh, cool, more for me. If they say, are you sure? Then they want to fuck you in the asshole.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So that was, I wasn't doing that anymore. But yeah, I ended up just living a hard life, man, and and because of that, you know, because of all the torturing and, and uh, abuse that, that we got when, you know, that I got when I was younger, mm-hmm. it created me to be an angry person, man, so I was very abusive to, you know, to whoever, male or female, I, it, it didn't matter, you know, so... Would you say Um, you kind of
1: didn't have a respect for life itself because you had
0: no respect for your own life? Why should I care what the sex somebody is that I'm mad at? Exactly. Yep. Yep. It was just all the hurt and anger, man, that I just took it out on anybody. You know, I even, you know, I have uh, two younger brothers, man. And I, and I taught them the same thing, you know, like don't have emotions for people because it's easier to hurt them, you know, and And that's what I taught my brothers, man. And then they ended up getting into gangs and they're still into it. But um, I just uh, I decided one time, you know, what's interesting is that I would always go from job to job. I, I never had a steady job, but so I was always jumping from job to job. And every time I went into an interview, they would in the interview, they would always tell me, where do you see yourself in five to 10 years? And that question always stuck with me when I was on dope. And when I was at home, high, I would think about that question like, shoot, where do I see myself in five to 10 years? You know, because I'm picturing myself either dead or in prison. So just those thoughts, man, every time I got high caused me to get out. I just left. I left the neighborhood. I just moved away. And I had a, you know, I had a little boy at that time and I didn't want him to you know my grandfather was a gang member my dad was a gang member you know I was a gang member I didn't want my son to be a gang member so you at at some time you got to break the circle you know what I mean so I did I just moved out to somewhere else man and uh and raised my son and now you know he doesn't even know what what it's like to be in a gang or anything like that or be around gang members but um and then after that uh... you know that's a testament.
1: I mean, that's accomplished. That's goal. Goal done. Yeah. Man.
0: yeah. And, you know, and so after that, I, you know, I was still a bad person. I still, you know, would treat, you know, the girl that I was with like mean and
1: you realize- told me that and
0: I know that that really gets to you a lot
1: because that's that's one thing that you kept talking um, that you mentioned like th- th- that is so different from how you feel life now as your oh. necessity to care for and provide for those people weaker than you.
0: Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And, and so it, it just so happened that I came to a realization one morning and I, that I have to change my life. I don't, I don't like the, the person that I am. Um, and I need a change. So I ended up going to a Christian church, man. And I was listening to the pastor give his, his service. And, for the first time in my life man I've always you know I've always been catholic or raised catholic so I didn't know what the hell they were saying in in those churches but right. um, but now I'm in a christian church and I'm like wow I he's speak speaking, speaking language. yeah he's in English you know and and then he gave the invitation to go up and receive christ in, in your life and and uh, he said that there was some music that was going to play and after You know, and if you want to change your life, come up to the altar. We'll pray for you, whatnot. And my stomach started burning, man. But I was like, oh, maybe it's just because I'm hungry and it's early in the morning. Uh But yeah, and then I just ignored it, you know, and then after the music stopped, the pastor said, uh, you know, uh, we're going to wait just a little bit longer because I know that there's somebody out there that wants to change his life. And as soon as he said that, man, my whole body started burning. And I was like, wow, this is a feeling I've never felt before. So, of course, I ended up uh, stepping out and going up and receiving Making an God. altar call. Right. Yeah. yeah, Just going up to the altar, man, and and receiving God in my life. And from that day, man, I mean, even walking down the aisle, going up to the altar, I can feel like all the hurt, all the anger, all the hatred, everything just being lifted off my shoulders, man, where. I was never a crier. I never cried, dude, you know? And, and now I'm just bawling walking down this aisle, you know? Yeah, you you even taught
1: your brothers not to have emotion like that. Exactly. It's, it's like when you use lidocaine too long and suddenly the feeling all comes back, huh? Wow. <laughs> yeah. You're yeah, are
0: like, my tattoo's on fire, man. This ain't right. Yeah. So... It's- yeah, man. So I just received Christ in my life. And from that day on, man, now I, shoot, dude, I, I cry on commercials now, dude, you know, I have this, <laughs> I have this rule, bro, especially me being a portrait artist, dude, I have this rule that you don't cry alone in my chair, because I, I'm constantly doing memorial pieces, you know what I mean? Right.
1: Yeah, and I'm as soon sure.
0: as that person starts crying, man, I'm just I start tearing up, dude. So I got to get up and walk away real quick, you know? <laughs> but uh do you but, yeah. think that that
1: helps with it with one your your care your for the outcome of the tattoo and all but also for your dealing allowing the tattoo to be cathartic for the person wearing it do you think that that closeness that
0: you have uh helps aid you in that absolutely man absolutely you know it i mean even like you know i my i got three boys like i said earlier and And I, I wasn't a good father to them, man, because I just didn't know how to be, you know, Mm -hmm. I was, you know, and I've never held my kids, never hugged them, never kissed them all over their face, you know, and I've never done any of that, man, you know, and, and it wasn't until recent, honestly, man, like, uh, since I've been with mama, like 13 years ago is when, you know, that woman, you know, my wife, who's taught me even more love about more love you know what I mean that, yeah. that I've ever you know had in my life that you know now I see my boys man and I freaking hug them and I kiss them and you know and, the moment yeah and and they're 28 years old 30 years old 24 years old you know yeah but you know but it's made it's definitely made me a different person you know and everybody can believe what they want to believe man I you know all I can say is from where I came from and and what I've Witness and, and, uh, and, you know, have seen in my life, man. It's, you know, it's God's for me, dude. You know what I mean? I do. I do. I
1: like, uh, I'm not the biggest believer and, and even get chills though when talking to you about it. Um, I believe also that it's possible, uh, that if that maybe not every religion is right for everybody and not that that means, this or that right that maybe there is only one religion and it is
0: right for everybody.
1: but at the same time maybe it's not um, and,
0: and, and that's and, why i don't you know and honestly i don't even consider myself religious like i said earlier like i'm not religious i'm christian, christian. which yeah. christianity is just you know I, I just have a relationship with god you know a religion is more like cathology and you know, when when there's duties that you have to do, you know what I mean? You have to make your first Holy Communion. You have to make your confirmation. You know, when there's duties, that's why when, when people say, like, I watch a show religiously, that means that they're doing something all the time. The same thing all the time. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like so, I'm showing
1: up for it. I'm going to be there.
0: Yeah. Do you, do you attend church religiously then or just when you can or when you no, need to recharge or? Just when I can, you know, when when I can make church, then I'll make church. And sometimes, you know, actually, the Bible says churches starts in your home. So, yeah. um, you know, there's there's many times where me and Mama would just put up service on our TV, man, have a cup of coffee and some breakfast, and just watch it on TV. You know, you don't Do you have to you guys to talk
1: about what you uh, watch afterwards together as a couple, or, or just move on with your day.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you know, there's there's times we'll because you know that what people don't understand too is that the the pastor that's giving the service he's just a regular man he all he's doing is giving his interpretation of the verse that he's reading so we have to we should you know go back home like the people that go to church should go back home and read up that verse and and see what you know what interpretation god puts in them you know what i mean because i could read a verse and get something out of it and mama can read a verse and get something totally different right you know it's whatever you know whatever you get out of it man that's why Did a bible you, is read all the time not just from front to back and then put put on the shelf okay cuz you, know, you can you, constantly get something I follow do you
1: feel it helped you with forgiveness uh for your father at all and and his abuses or has that been a lingering uh, anger
0: so yeah it 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 took a long time. It really took a long time, man, because the abuse was just—it was too much, man. And I freaking hated that, man. He was my stepdad, so um, oh, wasn't I hated really the, any blood you know, love there. No, not at all, man. And I and you know and I knew as I was you know growing up like that was the whole reason why he was treating me that way because I wasn't his, you know, and right, which you know, and
1: what you know, a just, small weak person to be to hurt people, littler and younger than yourself for such a, i mean that, that reasoning of, well, you're not my child. Like it's
0: such a lame.
1: I'm sorry. It's weak. That's all. Yeah.
0: Fucking. Lame. Yeah. You know, and it's crazy because, you know, I, I, when I was growing up, I used to always say like, I will never be like this man. Never. Will I be like this man? I'm going to be better than this man, you know? And, and, uh, and now, God, now God's put in my life, you know, stepkids, you know what I mean, and right. uh, you to know, really have the opportunity to be be true to your word, right? And um, and as a matter of fact, when I when I told you earlier that I was in the courthouse, is mm-hmm. because I'm adopting one of the kids, you know, so. Awesome. I didn't you want know, to ask
1: because you know you'd never know how court's going to go. Maybe you, you'll tell me if you want it, but that's why I couldn't talk to you earlier today with our scheduled yeah, that meeting I, up. I'm glad to hear
0: that. So you're adopting one of your stepchildren? Yeah, so my my daughter, um you know, which is mama's daughter, and uh, and I basically she you know didn't have a relationship with her biological father since she was eleven. So I've been her father ever since. And um, on Father's Day, she her gift to me was adoption papers.
1: Are you Are you tearing up right now, motherfucker? (laughs) (laughs) No, man, I'm not crying. (laughs) Ah, Yes, you are. (laughs) I love it. It is is very touching. Um, No, it it, is. It is really. Is and what I don't know. This is so awesome. i guess honestly stepfather maybe it's why even have a desire to forgive him except it's that it helps you maybe did you find a forgiveness for your mother then for being with
0: such a terrible human being
1: through through your christianity Mm -hmm.
0: you know we had a lot of resentment towards my mom too for allowing it to happen to us you know but right um but i forgave her and I learned about forgiveness too, being Christian, you know, like there's two types of Christian, uh, there's two types of, of, uh, forgiveness, you know, one, one type is forgiving for yourself. Um, and that's, and that's, uh, I forgive him for myself so that I don't carry all this anger and burden with me, you know? Um, and then there's forgiveness for him, you know, and, and the only way, I would ever forgive him is if he came up to me and said, I am completely and generally sorry for everything that I've done and the way I've treated you. And then right. I would forgive him for him. You know what that, I mean? So, so at you've this already... point, because that man's already dead. So at this point, I just forgive him for me, you know, just so mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not holding that burden and that anger anymore. You know, right.
1: Does it does it come
0: with a a necessity to understand that he probably experienced
1: some some trauma, too?
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, his his whole family, you know, all his brothers were abusive, you know. So, yeah, it just it ran in the family. And apparently, you know, his father uh, abuses all of them. So that's where they got it from. You had to have had
1: you, you already talked several times about epiphanies. Different stages in your life where you're like, oh, you know what? This is just going to stop. There's like a cold turkey kind of thing for you. Right. That must have been on the recognition that I am being this person. And that almost now it justifies who that if I act because that guy trauma gave me trauma, if I act in the fashion that he's spreading that trauma, now I am 100% him. But now also I see. The, the almost necessity to be able to forgive him because I was him, and I need to forgive myself, I need to be able to experience mercy, so to do that, I have to understand that he's just a broken individual who will be controlled by his own sin and all the he, he didn't he didn't die happy, rich and
0: uh fat right right no, he actually died alone, living on the streets that so. it's it's the progress of sin
1: if you're a Christian, if you're a believer of it, uh, which I am maybe more a believer of the Bible than as, as a one of Christ, I guess. But if you're a believer in it, then you know that sin has its own destructive power. You don't need to help it out. It will lead to the same place. If it is sin, you can tell by its mm-hmm. fruit. It will destroy the person and the people around it.
0: Absolutely. Romans
1: 6.28. What did I just... Is that some scripture shit that I just come out with too? I yeah, mean, I knew cold. it was a thought. In there. I just
0: <laughs> yeah. Romans six twenty eight says the wages of sin is death, but the so... gift of God is
1: eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior. Oh my gosh, you're making me hey, proud, I, Kyle. I was, I was, dude. But I'm <laughs> not a believer, dude. I was brought up into it. My, I cannot. You also know this from the Bible. If you are brought up in it, you you will not depart far from it. I think it's more that you can't. Depart far from yeah. it, and not yeah. that it's always a bad thing. Um, my right. biggest anger about Christianity is not Christ at all, but um, more the Christians. Them damn Christians. They're right. like they're like ICP, you know. Like, or yeah. ICP and Christ are like you know ICP is just fine. It's the
0: juggalos that make, give them such yeah. a
1: bad <laughs> It's their followers.
0: Yeah. But you got to remember. I mean, it's like, it's like us saying that you know I can't stand. All the pit bulls, because a, a few of the pit bulls attack. Yeah, you know right. what I mean. It's a like bigoted thought that will think, be. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm.
1: It, it's, yeah. it's wrong to have those ignorant. Th- where it will lead to a, 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 a wrong thought. Uh, you will be wrong if you use bigoted thinking in any case. And that is true of Christians right. as well. Was it one? Right. Um, I like that. Uh, some of the best pastors I've ever uh, attended their church, whatnot. They say, "Hey," or, or they have said. If this, this building is a beautiful place. It's only on Sunday morning does it get dirtied and sullied. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when all yeah. the people come in, including myself, and we sully this place up, until then, it's full of God. And <laughs> but um, the, the people are dirty. It's similar to the, the phrase uh, it, this, uh, that a kid told me. And it was Maybe it's not that similar, but I thought it was genius. Kid asked me if my dog bit. And it was actually a rhetorical question. I didn't realize because I was like, no, he doesn't. And he's like, he's got teeth. <laughs> I <was> like- <laughs> yeah, I guess he does bite his food. You're right. You got me caught me in kind of a lie. Um, I had a blast, brother. I think I've stayed too long and said too much. I actually I haven't. You know what's happening right now? My son, and what's I, that? <laughs> we got to go um, in the little break that we had. When you're at the courthouse uh we we paddle boarded down to the trampoline they just put in at the beach and the place we live and oh shoot. Uh, nice we jumped around out there and uh there was a couple of kids that showed up you know and, and david's homeschooled and uh and you know he's lived an amazing life but most of it has not been with people his own age <laughs> right right yeah so, two kids show up his age and they start playing around and I got to kind of like slowly back away and see if my son can ease into the social dynamics going on. <laughs> and when yeah. I saw that he was comfortable enough, I was like, Hey, uh, I think I'm going to head back. I'm getting kind of bored. Are you cool? You're old enough to stay, you know, so I can give him the props. <laughs> I'm yeah. adult, bruh. And he was like, yeah, I'm going to stay. That's cool. <laughs> so uh, that happened. And then during this conversation, um, I've become worried
0: <laughs> now yeah i don't you know maybe they're down there throwing mud
1: at him i don't know he's down there crying they're being mean be dad not that i can help right what do you do but but with that yeah. man i uh, love talking with you um love man i love you guys you guys are like candy and i in my opinion in some fashion to where you're like you're a couple i did i have a blast talking with you and while i was getting the story from you. I know you tell it better, but I was like, we're missing a part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we might, we might have to have Sandy on here. She works in the industry as well.
0: Yeah, man. She's actually, um, she's actually a marketing manager, um, uh, social media person. And um, she does all kinds of stuff, man, for, for, Texel, for, Texel, right? for critical. Company. Yeah. Yeah, so, and she's also not,
1: was there a tattoo machine that she was affiliated with or not?
0: Well, anything that Catsoul sells, she has to be the one to make sure that it gets out there. It's um, you know blasted on social media. It you know because she's into the marketing stuff. So and she's also the one that you know says you're sponsored or you're not sponsored. So Ooh, so be your yeah. friend yes <laughs> <laughs> Get to those, so yeah we might have to have the two of
1: you guys back on together so I can really let my audience experience the joy of, of Cease and Sandy oh yeah for sure man she'd love that you're one of those couples that like one is synonymous with the you know with the other um, <laughs> I've stayed too long I've obviously said too much Candy is giving me the sign but <laughs> I love you brother and uh, we look forward to talking with you again
0: All right, brother. We love you guys too, man. You guys are awesome, bro.